Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Woodstock, Georgia, it's time for Cherokee Business Radio. Now, here's your host. Welcome to Cherokee Business Radio. Stone Payton here with you this morning, and you are in for a real treat. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast with Off Your Plate ATL, Miss Shanna Beavers. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I am fantastic. I mentioned to you before, right before we went on, uh, and I'll say it again here on air, I thoroughly enjoyed your presentation at One Million Cups a few weeks ago. Thank you. What an interesting business. I'm sure it has some of its challenges, and maybe we might even talk through a little bit of those. Uh, But what an interesting business. Uh, Let's start there. Mission, purpose, what what are you out there trying to do for folks? So um, I'm trying to provide a bit of a different cleaning experience for um, homeowners and families, basically trying to put more of an emphasis on reliability and quality since it's kind of a, an issue in the industry. Well, I got to tell you, over the years, uh, my wife and I have had some help come in a couple times a month, and it seems like it always starts out great. <laughs> and then maybe the cleaning might drop off a little bit, but more for us, um, we're not quite that fastidious, I don't guess. It was more like you know, the, couldn't make the schedule. Yeah, You know, can't make today, can we make tomorrow, you know, daughter's sick, grandma died, whatever. And it's not that you don't want to be sympathetic, but you sort of, at least in our case, we have to clean up a little bit before <laughs> the people can yeah, come yeah. Is, is that part of what you're alluding that's, to? That's very common, it, cleaning. In fact, that's one of the things that I request because um, when we're going into a home and we're unable to, the schedule is important, um, but when we're unable to get what we need to do done in that specific amount of time, a lot of times it's because we're picking up things and we're tidying. Yeah. So that's actually a separate or an additional service for us. So if you don't want to tidy, you don't have to. We'll do it for you, but we need to book right. that in. Got it. And uh, just a little light at the end of the tunnel for those of you who are neck deep in your career. Holly and I are empty nesters now, and it is a little easier to get yeah. picked up now than it was five or, t- five or ten years ago. So what compelled you to, to get into this business? Well, I can't say I was compelled necessarily. I kind of just fell into it. Um, I was laid off in 2019 after kind of a long career and um, just wasn't able to get another job took me like two years interviewing for positions that were, you know, equal or even lesser than what I had. And it was a very weird experience for me because I'd never had that issue before. So I really had to take a step back and kind of say, okay, what, you know, what is the message here? What am I, what am I doing wrong? Or am I doing anything wrong? So I just started cleaning houses um, as a way to help contribute to the the life that we had built based on my previous job, you know, we had bills to pay. So I started doing that. And then it almost kind of got out of control. It really was just a way for me to go make money mindlessly and uh, listen to my music and just reflect, you know, while I was working. So um, just one thing led to another and my schedule was full and I needed help. And since I'm a natural entrepreneur, I was like, okay, well, we'll see where this is going to go. You know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm a salesperson. So when someone says, will you give me a quote? I'm like, yes. And then I sell it and I'm like, okay, now I'm going to have to figure out what to do about that. (laughs) Now, did you have some entrepreneurial background before this or? Yes. Yeah, Yeah, I did. So before the, um, 
the time or before the job where I was laid off, I spent about 15 years in the restaurant industry. So I uh, worked my way from hostess, server, bartender, manager, and then eventually owned my own restaurant. And along the way, I also had on the side uh, meal prep, delivery service, oh, long, long before you could get your food delivered to you in the mail, yeah. um, and a catering company. So yeah, I, and my, I'm a, my father owns his own business has since 1999, I've worked on and off in it. And so he just set such a great example for me and taught me things along the way. So it just kind of came naturally. Yeah. So it's, so it's in your blood. Yeah. Yeah. So you were already pretty familiar with, or at least had some, some disciplines and some, some muscle memory <laughs> for setting up operations and your sales and marketing and your budgeting and all that, all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And really most of it, even though it wasn't, I guess it was kind of an entrepreneurial thing. A lot of that experience really came from when I started working for my dad officially the second time. And, um, he wasn't a, manager. He He's an, an entrepreneur, yeah. you know, so there's a difference between working on the business and working in the business. And he didn't like working in the business. So we let him go off and speak and bring back all the leads. And I ended up basically just taking over and performing each, de- performing in each department, setting up systems, hiring people, training people, and then just basically running the company while he was traveling and, and, feeding us. <laughs> <laughs> what marvelous foundation though yeah. for launching your own business. So on the launch, uh, anything in particular that surprised you or did it pretty much go like you thought it would go when you were getting this off the ground? Um, I'll tell you what has really surprised me. And I guess it, I don't know. Um, I worked in the employee engagement industry. So I spent a lot of times working with people, hiring people, training people, and teaching managers how to keep people happy um, for retention purposes uh, and career growth. And it's been extremely difficult to find people to work. So that's been kind of a struggle for me is I kind of pride myself on, you know, being a good leader and being able to find the right people. In fact, that was something that my father felt I was really, really good at. And so, yeah, it's been a real struggle right now trying to get people to work. (laughs) So how does the whole sales and marketing thing work for a business like yours? Do you do you um, like advertise on billboards or print or you just out at networking meetings? What's the best path or do you know yet? So, yeah, it actually, I, I know what brings me the most um, from a, a lead and, and client standpoint. Networking is really great. Uh, I find that that, that works really well to get my name out there and get yeah. others um, that are able to refer um, to know about the business. And then a lot of it comes from Facebook, honestly. Just really? Yeah, people in local groups saying, hey, we need someone to come clean our house. Do you have recommendations? And friends and clients will get on there and, and will recommend. Um, it's not just, they don't just jump in. You know, when I see yeah. the recommendation, I'm purposeful about reaching out and, and trying to set something up. But that's, that's where it really comes from. So there's one that I've been more of a voyeur. A couple of times I've recommended some folks that I, because I know they do good work, but uh, this group, Cherokee Connect. Yes. You, yes. Okay. And, and I mean, I, I see people, uh, my buddy, uh, uh, Justin Allen over at uh, Red Tail Plumbing, he gets recommended mm-hmm. all the time. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. so, so that's an example yeah. of, of a group like that. That's an example. It's a good example. I get a lot of recommendations in that group. I'll be darned. So yeah. they're doing a good job over there. So what are you enjoying the most? What are you finding the most rewarding uh, at this point? 
Two things I find rewarding. One is um, the feedback that I get from clients when we come in and we clean and they feel the relief of having all of that off their plate mm. uh, and no longer having to worry about, oh gosh, we've got company coming, the house is a disaster, blah, blah, blah. Or, yeah. you know, just being exhausted from the week of working full time, taking care of kids and all of that. And then they don't have to spend their weekend cleaning. You know, we come in, we take care of it, and they can do what they want to do with the the time that they've got back. Um, and the other part that I find really rewarding is the growing of the business part. I'm a social person. I love networking. I love talking with other business owners and learning what's working for them and what's not working for them. Yeah. So that's I'm really enjoying that part. Now, are you finding that opportunities are beginning to surface to expand beyond how you initially defined your core business? Yes. And in fact, in a way that I wasn't really expecting. So huh. we talked at the um, at One Million Cups about how I was kind of diversifying a little too much. So I love to cook. So I was trying to bring back that passion for like meal right, prep right. and then organizing. And I've just I, I got some really good recommendations about focusing. So I'm no longer doing meal prep, no longer doing oh, organizing. Really? So you really took that to heart? Oh, yeah. 100 percent. OK. Yeah, I took that to heart. Um, but what's happening that's really strange. Not, I, I guess it's not strange. It just wasn't what I expected to be doing. I'm part of a few um, Facebook groups that have um, thousands and thousands of other cleaning business owners um, mm -hmm. internationally. And um, I find that they're struggling with basic business issues. So I'm in there and I'm helped because that's what we do. It's These have been literally the most supportive groups on Facebook I've ever been in. These huh. cleaning groups. Wow. Um, so we're getting in there and we're like recommending things and helping each other out. And I've got people that are literally just reaching out to me and messaging me and saying, can you help me? I need you to help me coach my people. I need you to help me figure out how to hire people. Um, I don't know how to price. I'm not confident in my pricing, blah, 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 blah. And so I've got like six people that I'm having these conversations <laughs> with. And I kind of, uh, you know, talked to my dad a little bit and I was like, I feel like I should do something with this. You know, um, I don't, I'm trying to impact the cleaning industry by setting an example of what a reliable quality company is, you know, I don't want to let the schedule control how we're handling our clients. I want the clients to control the schedule, so to speak. Um, so I'm thinking I'm going to have a bigger impact on the industry if I'm teaching other cleaning business owners how to do the same thing. So how to raise their professionalism, how to be confident in their, in their pricing, because one issue that we struggle with is clients don't treat us as business owners. So that's a struggle, but a lot of that is how you present yourself and how you present your business in the marketplace. Yeah. What a, what an interesting opportunity. I, I, we're going to have to visit again in a few months <laughs> and you'll have to tell me if, if you chose to genuinely pursue that yeah. and, and how, and how it's going. But I get to sense you would be really uh, good at that. <laughs> I, I would enjoy it. <laughs> I said, well, I, I see your eyes light it when you do it. So let's back up a little bit. You were talking about uh, quality and timeliness. Uh, how would you articulate um, what differentiates you in the marketplace? Because I get the sense that you genuinely feel like, hey, we really are different. Yes, I do. I really feel like we're that I'm different, and I, I know a couple other businesses in the in the area that are also trying to operate this way and trying to be different. Um, one of the ways that I am setting myself apart is, as I said, scheduling. Um, sometimes we let the schedule 
control what we're doing because we want the company has to make money, right? We have people to pay. We have expenses. We have clients to keep happy. And we try to squeeze in as many houses as we can and put as many people on the job as we can. And that is where you get the, oh, I need to reschedule you or, oh, I, you know, we can't show up today. And, and next thing you know, the clients are unhappy because they're preparing and they're ready for you to be there and you're not showing up. So the way I do it differently is I build a schedule around my team. So I bring on a team member and then I quickly book out their schedule, but they go to the same house every week or biweekly. They get to know the client, they know the pets and the kids and what the client likes specifically. And um, I try to keep the same cleaning specialist with the same client. And then as I find someone else that wants to work that I can, you know, give an employment opportunity to, I bring them on. I say, give me two weeks. And then I build out their schedule. Yeah. So where do you see this thing going? Are you going to try to, there's this one thing we talked about, which I'm really excited for you about. I think you're going to be great at that. Uh, But in terms of growing the core uh, cleaning business as it is right now, are you going to continue to try to grow it or you got it in a nice little place? I feel like I have it in a nice place now. I would like to grow it. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's still very small. And I feel like if I'm not attempting to grow my business, then I'm not necessarily experiencing all the same things that these other business owners are experiencing. So I want to really make sure that if I choose to add this other thing on, which is kind of against what they recommended. um, (laughs) But if I choose to incorporate this, um, I I do want to continue to build. I'm not sure if I see myself with multiple locations and a fleet of cars and, and all of that kind of stuff. I look at the expenses we take on um, a little differently than, than that. But um, I would like to have, you know, I'm, I'm, gr- I'm hoping that within five years, it, it's about a $1.5 million business. Wow. That sounds fantastic. That's, yeah. it's, it sounds ambitious to me, but yeah, yeah. well, that's what you what have it to should do. be, right? Exactly. You've got to have big goals, you know? Yeah. So you mentioned your father and the influence that, that he had on your mindset and your skill set and mm-hmm. your, all, all of that. Have you had other people that you would characterize as mentors um, as in, in your life? And kind of part two of that question, have you had an opportunity or, or chosen to take advantage of the opportunity to be a mentor to some other folks? I, you've already begun to mention it, so I guess the answer to that is yes. But. Yeah, so I, I am you know, working on, I guess you could call me a mentor to them. I don't, I'm not real sure the the relationship hasn't necessarily been defined. Um, right. but, uh, I, I am open to bringing people on that do want to start their own cleaning business. Yeah. There, there is so much work here and not as many good, reliable companies as we need to fulfill the work. So I am more than open to having, bringing somebody on and just, I've got kind of a step-by-step program already planned out. Like this is, this is a six month program. We'll get you launched because that gives me predictability. And then I can bring somebody on to replace them. And then we've launched one other cleaning business in the opportunity that is trying to make a change in, in what's going on. Um, so that's, that's one thing mentors as far as, I mean, I've had mentors throughout my life. There is one, I mean, there's, I have multiple people that I kind of go to, but there's one person that's in the industry that she probably would say, no, no, I'm not your mentor. Um, (laughs) but I do go to her. She, her name is Emily Cox and she owns just peachy cleaning. And, um, she has just been an amazing person when it comes to, how do you do the cleaning part of it? 
you know, wow. like okay. pricing and all of that kind of stuff. So um, she's been a huge help to me with that. All right. So let's help out the layperson a little bit who, because I, I got to tell you, <laughs> I don't feel competent at all to have a, a conversation with a potential cleaning service that I would ask the right questions, that I would look for the right things. Can we give them a few tips or some, some questions to ask? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, the first question I would ask is, come see my house. We do a lot of online quoting, and we don't get to see what the house actually looks like. And we all oh. have a different idea of what level of cleanliness is, right? right. Um, so, you know, I understand that not every cleaning business owner can do that every time, but I have definitely been burned thinking that I was going into a situation that was going to be a four, and I get in there, and it's like an eight. Oh my. And that really adds on to the amount of time that you're spending in there. It may not seem like it, but it really does. So have someone come look at your house. That way you can get proper a, a, a proper quote, mm-hmm. and you don't run the risk of having the price raised on you when they get in and they see the home and they're already there. Right. So then you're kind of, you feel a little trapped. Some people are comfortable saying no, some people are not. That's just something I'm not comfortable doing. Yeah. Um, Definitely, you know, you do want background checks. You want to know that these people have been that makes vetted. Sense. Yeah. You know, if you have pets and you love them like your kids and you've got kids, you want to know that they're going to come in and they're going to be nice to your pets and nice to your your kids and all of that. And yeah. um, let's see. The other thing is I would honestly focus a little less on price only and focus mm-hmm. more on exactly what are you going to be doing and what value am I getting for that price. So the value is we're going to show up on time every time. And if we're running late, we're going to let you know. You know, you're going to get great communication from us. Um, we're going to be treated just as any client should be treated, not just we're going to show up on these days and never talk to you the whole time, if, you know, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Um, you're bringing someone into your home, and you need to know that they're going to mesh with your family and your lifestyle. You have such great energy, such tremendous passion. I mean, you, I know we, they can hear it over the ear, uh, airwaves. I can, I can just, I can feel it, right? Thank you. Here in, here in the room. And I particularly see your eyes light up when we talk about that, uh, that other effort of, <laughs> of helping the business. And of course, from the training and consulting world, my mind goes immediately to certification, right? Like certify mm-hmm. them to be. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Shanna certify, get the lapel pin and all that. Uh, but you're human. Surely, you know, sometimes you, you run a little bit low in the tank. Uh, where do you go? And I don't necessarily mean a physical location, but where do you go for inspiration to, to recharge your, your, your batteries? How, how do you do that? Well, I recharge by spending time with my daughter and my husband. Um, mm-hmm. I really have found that if I if we just kind of sit on the couch together and like I hold her hand or something there, I get this weird, just kind of energy, if that makes sense. Uh. I don't mean weird. It's just kind of a strange experience. It, it, it she calms me. And I like that. <laughs> um, I do have a physical place, the beach. Ah. So yeah, I have to go to the beach every year, at least once. And um, it, it really is kind of a, I guess you could say a spiritual experience for me. I just, I, I sit in the sand with my feet in the sand in the water and I just, kind of zone out for a little while. And by the time I'm done with a trip at the beach, it just, I come back and I just have so much energy. So um, anything that has me spending time with my family or friends really is, is what I do. 
Fantastic. You're not the first person. I ask that question a lot. Um, you're not the first person who has said the beach. Yeah. Uh, and I thoroughly enjoy the, enjoy the beach. And I just went to a Kenny Chesney concert not too very long ago. <laughs> <laughs> so he's kind of like that beachy. Yes. You know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. All right. So uh, if our listeners would like to reach out and have a, a conversation with you or someone on your team, uh, maybe about having you come uh, cl- clean their, their house, uh, but maybe about maybe they're in the business and they would really like to have a conversation on that Absolutely. front. Absolutely, let's leave them with some points of contact. Whatever you think is appropriate, LinkedIn, website, email, whatever. You, yeah, let's, okay. Yeah. So I do have a Facebook page. It's Off Your Plate ATL. Um, you can find me there. Um, I also have a website, and that is also offyourplateatl.com. My phone number's there. Uh, you can submit the contact form. And I would say you could call me, you can text me, but I have a spam filter on my phone. I can't figure out how to get off. <laughs> so you can test, text me at 706-970-9375. If you Fantastic. leave me a voicemail, I don't know when I'll be able to see that, get that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before we wrap, I wanted to get your input. We, I actually, uh, we talked a little bit about it before we came on air, I think. But the Million Cups experience, what, mm-hmm. what, what was that like for you? Is that something you would recommend to other entrepreneurs? 100%. You have to do that. So I don't think there's a point in anybody's business where they can't use some feedback. Um, And it's something that is not only did did it work for me from a feedback perspective, but as I laid out my presentation, I ended up answering some of my own questions. Um, So it was a really good experience for me. And for anybody that's doing it, I have a a little bit of advice. when you go in there, be open to what you're hearing and try not to argue back and say, oh, well, we're doing this and we've done that and we've done this because then you're really not listening. Hmm. So even if you have kind of already tried something, just absorb it, say thank you, um, that kind of thing. And that to me, if you if you handle it that way and you get out of your head thinking, well, we've already tried all these things, yeah. uh, you absorb it and process it better. Fantastic. All right, one more time. Let's leave let's leave these folks with some contact info. Absolutely. Offyourplateatl.com, uh, Facebook, Off Your Plate ATL, or text 706-970-9375. Well, thanks so much for coming in. This has Thank been you. a delight visiting yes. with you, and I'm quite sincere. Uh, let's do this again, and particularly, I, I want to hear about this other effort if you get it going on. It, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I'd love to. Fantastic. All right. Until next time, this is Stone Payton for our guest today, Santa Beavers, and everyone here at the Business Radio X family saying we'll see you next time on Cherokee Business Radio. Yeah.